The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Don't knock Monday. It's another chance to get the week right. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday, November 15th, 2021, Monday of the 33rd week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year B, Cycle 1. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the Rosary, and today is the optional memorial of St. Albert the Great. Born in 1206, the eldest son of a powerful, wealthy German lord of military rank, Albert was educated in the liberal arts. Despite fierce family opposition, he entered the Dominicans. Students of philosophy know him as the master of Thomas Aquinas. Albert's attempt to understand Aristotle's writings established the climate in which Thomas Aquinas developed his synthesis of Greek wisdom and Christian theology. Albert wrote a compendium of all knowledge, natural science, logic, rhetoric, mathematics, astronomy, ethics, economics, politics, and metaphysics. It took 20 years to complete. While he was reaching that goal, he served as an educator at Paris and Cologne, Dominican Provincial, and even as Bishop of Regensburg for a short time. Albert is a doctor of the church. He is the patron of scientists and philosophers. St. Albert the Great died in 1280. St. Albert the Great Pray for us, and let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart for love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that people who suffer from depression or burnout will find support and a light that opens them up to life. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Today's Gospel speaks of a very particular cure. As Jesus approached Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging, and hearing a crowd going by, he inquired what was happening. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. He shouted, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. The people walking in front rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he kept calling out all the more, Son of David, have pity on me. Then Jesus stopped and ordered that he be brought to him. And when he had come near, Jesus asked him, What do you want me to do for you? He replied, Lord, please let me see. Jesus told him, Have sight, your faith has saved you. He immediately received his sight and followed him, giving glory to God. 
When they saw this, all the people gave praise to God. In Luke's account, we receive the name of the blind man, Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus. Can we see this scene in our imagination, the various characters there around Jesus, many witnesses of this scene, many reactions as it unfolds? When I imagine this, what do I bring to this scene? Who would I be there in this scene? Pope Benedict XVI offers us in one of his homilies, The disciples are the first actors on this journey of discovery, but there are also other characters who play an important role, and Bartimaeus is one of them. He is the last miraculous healing that Jesus performs before his passion, and it is no accident that it should be that of a blind person, some whose eyes have lost the light. We know from other texts, too, that the state of blindness has great significance in the Gospels. It represents man who needs God's light, the light of faith, if he is to know reality truly and to walk the path of life. It is essential to acknowledge one's blindness, one's need for this light, otherwise one could remain blind forever. Bartimaeus is presented as a model. He was not blind from birth, but he lost his sight. He represents the man who lost the light and knows it, but has not lost hope. He knows how to seize the opportunity to encounter Jesus, and he entrusts himself to him for healing. Am I that humble in my faith life? Do I know my blindness, my need for more faith? Blaise Pascal says, In faith there is enough light for those who want to believe, and enough shadow to blind those who don't. But who am I, Lord? I'm not perhaps one of the estimated 49 million blind persons in today's world, but am I one who sees by faith? Do I do without faith? Where is my heading? Where lies my healing? Think I need to examine myself, Lord. Do I stumble, walk through my day as if I didn't need you, as if I didn't have you close to me in my heart, guiding me? Am I walking with human sight alone? Bartimaeus knows he needs a gift. Do I? Going back to the homily of Benedict, he says, Indeed, when he, Bartimaeus, hears that the master is passing along the road, he cries out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And he repeats it even louder. When Jesus calls him and asks him what he wants from him, he replies, Master, let me receive my sight. Bartimaeus represents man aware of his pain and crying out to the Lord, confident of being healed. His simple and sincere plea is exemplary, and indeed, like that of the publican in the temple, God, be merciful to me, a sinner, it has found its way into the tradition of Christian prayer. In the encounter with Christ, live with faith, Bartimaeus regains the light he had lost, and with it the fullness of his dignity. He gets back onto his feet and resumes the journey which from that moment has a guide, Jesus, 
and a path the same that Jesus is traveling. The evangelist tells us nothing more about Bartimaeus, but in him he shows us what discipleship is, following Jesus along the way in the light of faith. Lord, help me to see how I am trying to get by in many ways without the sight of faith. Yes, help me to see truly. Is my relationship with you tenuous, thin, distant? Am I managing on my own? As one writer put it, a blind man knows he cannot see and is glad to be led, though it be by a dog. But he that is blind in his understanding, which is the worst blindness of all, believes he sees as the best and scorns a guide. I consider the case of a rather remarkable man, clinically blind from age 13, named Eric Wienmeyer. He lost his sight, but went on to accomplish many incredible things. He was the first and only blind man still to climb Mount Everest, and after that climbed the famous Seven Summits, the highest mountain peak on each of the seven continents. He has kayaked the rapids of the Colorado River and other feats. Was blindness all that bad? I think most people, myself included, would consider it quite a handicap, Lord, if you offered that for me. And even the amazing Eric Wienmeyer needed a dedicated team and a lot of money to accomplish his feats. Jesus, I am not blind from birth. I haven't lost my sight yet. St. Augustine, in one of his writings, said, Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, had fallen from some position of great prosperity and was now regarded as an object of the most notorious and the most remarkable wretchedness, because, in addition to being blind, he had also had to sit begging. And this is also the reason, then, why Mark has chosen to mention only the one whose restoration to sight acquired for the miracle of fame as widespread was the notoriety which the man's misfortune itself had gained. This position of great prosperity makes me think, does Bartimaeus represent for me this fall from such a great treasure, the treasure of my faith? And other people, my friends and family, do they realize the precious treasure of the faith and the possibility or actuality of falling from such a lofty dignity, not financially or in terms of earthly power, but in a Christian sense, that my life may have lost this sound direction, this knowing where I am going, of seeing and living by faith? Have I let my prayer life my communion, my union with you, Lord, fall away. Have I let my friends drift away by not helping them, encouraging them? On a human level, Eric, the climber, has done a lot with his life in spite of the difficulty of blindness and is an inspirational speaker. But he had that team, others together. May I see that my success, my recovery of a faith life, will require a team. With you, Jesus, at the heart and target, who could be my spiritual director? Who could be an advisor? Where could I go for a confession? 
How can I make time to be with others to pray? How can I make and form a team who could bring others, including my friends, along to the side of faith, to great heights of the interior life? Who could pray with me today? Jesus, give me this side of faith and help me to see souls and the success of bringing them to this great treasure of the faith, of reclaiming the faith that we have had and can have again. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help for putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 minutes past the hour. We'll begin the liturgical day next on Daybreak. It's Monday of the 33rd week in Ordinary Time, November 15th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin the liturgical day now as we join the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will will proclaim your praise. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who is the King of glory, the Lord, the mighty, the valiant, the Lord, the valiant in war? Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who is he, the King of glory? 
He the Lord of armies, He is the King of glory. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Show me your mercy, Lord, and keep me safe. Show Show me your mercy, Lord, and keep me safe. Lord, do not reprove me in your anger. Punish me not in your rage. Have mercy on me, Lord, I have no strength. Lord, heal me. My body is racked. My soul is racked with pain. But you, O Lord... How long? Return, Lord, rescue my soul. Save me in your merciful love. For in death no one remembers you. From the grave, who can give you praise? I am exhausted with my groaning. Every night I drench my pillow with tears. I bedew my bed with weeping. My eye wastes away with grief. I have grown old surrounded by my foes. 
Leave me, all of you who do evil, for the Lord has heard my weeping. The Lord has heard my plea. The Lord will accept my prayer. All my foes will retire in confusion, boiled and suddenly confounded. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, you love mercy and tenderness. You give life and overcome death. Look upon the many wounds of your church. Restore it to health by your risen Son, so that it may sing a new song in your praise. Show Show me your mercy, Lord, and keep me safe. The poor are not alone in their distress. God is here to help them. The The poor are not alone in their distress. God is here to help them. I will praise you, Lord, with all my heart. I will recount all your wonders. I will rejoice in you and be glad, and sing psalms to your name, O Most High. See how my enemies turn back, how they stumble and perish before you. You upheld the justice of my cause. You sat enthroned, judging with justice. You have checked the nations, destroyed the wicked, and have wiped out their name forever and ever. The foe is destroyed, eternally ruined. You uprooted their cities. Their memory has perished. But the Lord sits enthroned forever. He has set up his throne for judgment. He will judge the world with justice. He will judge the peoples with his truth. For the oppressed, let the Lord be a stronghold, a stronghold in times of distress. Those who know your name will trust you. You will never forsake those who seek you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. The The poor are are not alone in their distress. God is here to help them. I will be the herald of your praises, Lord, where the people of Zion gather. I will be the herald of your praises, Lord, where the people of Zion gather. Sing psalms to the Lord who dwells in Zion. Proclaim his mighty works among the peoples. For the avenger of blood has remembered them, has not forgotten the cry of the poor. Have pity on me, Lord, see my sufferings, you who save me from the gates of death, that I may recount all your praise at the gates of the city of Zion and rejoice in your saving help. The nations have fallen into the pit which they made, Their feet caught in the snare they laid. The Lord has revealed himself and given judgment. The wicked are snared in the work of their own hands. Let the wicked go down among the dead, all the nations forgetful of God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten, nor the hopes of the poor be in vain. Arise, Lord, Let men not prevail. 
Let the nations be judged before you. Lord, strike them with terror. Let the nations know that they are but men. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, God, when you judge, do not be deaf to the shouts of the poor. Bring havoc to the madness of oppressors. Look at our wounds and save us from the gates of death, so that we may always rejoice in your help and speak your praise in the gates of Zion. I will be the herald of your praises, Lord, where the people of Zion gather. Give me insight, Lord, to know your will. Then I will cherish it with all my heart. From the book of the prophet Joel, Thus says the Lord, Yes, in those days and at that time, when I would restore the fortunes of Judah and Jerusalem, I will assemble all the nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat, and I will enter into judgment with them there on behalf of my people and my inheritance, Israel, because they have scattered them among the nations and divided my land. Over my people they have cast lots. They gave a boy for a harlot and sold a girl for the wine they drank. Declare this among the nations. Proclaim a war. Rouse the warriors to arms. Let all the soldiers report and march. Beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weak man say, I am a warrior. Hasten and come. All your neighboring peoples assemble there. Bring down, O Lord, your warriors. Let the nations bestir themselves and come up to the valley of Jehoshaphat. For there will I sit in judgment upon the neighboring nations. Apply the sickle, for the harvest is ripe. Come and tread, for the winepress is full. The vats overflow, for great is their malice. Crowd upon crowd in the valley of decision. For near is the day of the Lord in the valley of decision. Sun and moon are darkened, and the stars withhold their brightness. The Lord roars from Zion, and from Jerusalem raises his voice. The heavens and the earth quake, but the Lord is a refuge to his people, a stronghold to the men of Israel. Then shall you know that I, the Lord, am your God, dwelling on Zion, my holy mountain. Jerusalem shall be holy, and strangers shall pass through her no more. And then, on that day, the mountains shall drip new wine, and the hills shall flow with milk, and the channels of Judah shall flow with water, A fountain shall issue from the house of the Lord to water the valley of Shittim. Egypt shall be a waste, and Edom a desert waste, because of violence done to the people of Judah, because they shed innocent blood in their land. But Judah shall abide forever, and Jerusalem for all generations. 
I will avenge their blood and not leave it unpunished. The Lord dwells in Zion. The Word of the Lord. The mountains shall run with sweet wine, and all the riverbeds of Judah shall flow with water. A fountain shall spring from the house of the Lord. If anyone is thirsty, come forward and receive the water of life, freely given to all who desire it. The angels showed me the river of the water of life, bright as crystal, which flowed from the throne of God and of the Lamb. If, if anyone is thirsty, come forward and receive the water of life, freely given to all who desire it. A reading from A Treatise on Forgiveness by St. Fulgentius of Ruspa, Bishop. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye as the final trumpet sounds, for the trumpet shall indeed sound, the dead shall rise incorruptible, and we shall be changed. In saying we, Paul is indicating that the gift of that future change will also be given to those who, during their time on earth, are united to him and his companions by upright lives within the communion of the church. He hints at the nature of the change when he says, This corruptible body must put on incorruptibility, this mortal body immortality. In order, then, that men may obtain the transformation which is the reward of the just, they must first undergo here on earth a change which is God's free gift. Those who in this life have been changed from evil to good are promised that future change as a reward. Through justification and the spiritual resurrection, grace now affects in them an initial change that is God's gift. Later on, through the bodily resurrection, the transformation of the just will be brought to completion, and they will experience a perfect, abiding, unchangeable glorification. The purpose of this change wrought in them by the gifts of both justification and glorification is that they may abide in an eternal, changeless state of joy. Here on earth, they are changed by the first resurrection, in which they are enlightened and converted, thus passing from death to life, sinfulness to holiness, unbelief to faith, and evil actions to holy life. For this reason, the second death has no power over them. It is of such men that the book of Revelation says, Happy the man who shares in the first resurrection, over such as he the second death has no power. Elsewhere the same book says, He who overcomes shall not be harmed by the second death. As the first resurrection consists of the conversion of the heart, the second death consists of unending torment. Let everyone, therefore, who does not wish to be condemned to the endless punishment of the second death, now hasten to share in the first resurrection. For if any during this life are changed out of fear of God and pass from an evil life to a good one, they pass from death to life, and later they shall be transformed from a shameful state to a glorious one. You have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, you will appear with him in glory. You must consider yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Jesus Christ our Lord. When Christ, who is your life, appears, you will appear with him in glory. 
Father of all that is good, keep us faithful in serving you, for to serve you is our lasting joy. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 22 minutes before the hour, we'll take a look at today's gospel. In just a few minutes, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. On Monday of the 33rd week in Ordinary Time, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord encounters a blind man. It's from the 18th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. As he drew near to Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. Hearing a multitude going by, He inquired what this meant. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. And he cried, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Those who were in front rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and commanded him to be brought to him. And when he came near, asked him, What do you want me to do for you? Lord, let me receive my sight. Receive your sight. Your faith has made you well. Immediately he received his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. You'll find all of the daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app. There are really very few of us who are able to muster up a really good spiritual life without the benefit of individual advice from a spiritual director. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. Jesus is the King of the universe. He is able to cure any malady that he wants. He worked certain miracles with a word, a gesture, sometimes from a distance. He also cured people in stages, as he did with the blind man in St. John's Gospel. In our day, Jesus often gives his light to souls by means of his church. When the Magi lost track of their star, they acted with common sense and asked the inhabitants of Jerusalem for help, eventually working their way up to Herod. But we Christians have no need to go to Herod nor to the wise men of this world. Christ has given his church sureness in doctrine and a flow of grace in the sacraments. He has arranged things so that there will always be people to guide and lead us, to remind us constantly of our way. That is why if the Lord allows us to be left in the dark even in little things, if we feel that our faith is not firm, we should go to the Good Shepherd. He gives his life for others and wants to be in word and behavior a soul in love. He may be a sinner too, but he trusts always in Christ's forgiveness and mercy. No one can be his own spiritual director without an extraordinary grace from God. 
We know how little objectivity we have in looking at ourselves. The passions make it difficult, even impossible, for us to discern the right path we should be on. This is why Holy Mother Church has always recommended that her children receive personal spiritual direction. If we do not take advantage of this means for guidance that the Lord puts within our reach, how can we be so bold as to expect extraordinary personal illuminations from heaven? Jesus is ready to work miracles for souls, but he first wants to see sincerity and docility. The Lord will always give us his grace if we ask for it in humble petition. St. Teresa has written with her characteristic humility, Our prayer must therefore be very earnest for those who give us light. What should we be without them in the midst of these violent storms which now disturb the church? St. John of the Cross has concurred. He that desires to be alone without the support of a master and guide will be like the tree that is alone in the field and has no owner. However much fruit it bears, passers-by will pluck it all and it will not mature. The tree that is cultivated and kept with the favor of its owner gives in due season the fruit that is expected of it. The soul that is alone and without a master and as virtue is like the burning coal that is alone. It will grow colder rather than hotter. Let us never fail to have recourse to the Lord, especially when the going gets rough. If we take advantage of the means of spiritual direction, the Lord will be able to work miracles with us. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 14 minutes before the hour, Let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia.
I lift up my heart to you, O Lord, and you will hear my morning prayer. I lift up my heart to you, O Lord, and you will hear my morning prayer. To my words, give ear, O Lord. Give heed to my groaning. Attend to the sound of my cries, my King and my God. It is you whom I invoke, O Lord. In the morning you hear me. In the morning I offer you my prayer, watching and waiting. You are no God who loves evil. No sinner is your guest. The boastful shall not stand their ground before your face. You hate all who do evil. You destroy all who lie. The deceitful and bloodthirsty man the Lord detests. But I, through the greatness of your love, have access to your house. I bow down before your holy temple, filled with awe. Lead me, Lord, in your justice. Because of those who lie in wake, make clear your way before me. No truth can be found in their mouths. Their heart is all mischief, their throat a wide open grave, all honey their speech. All those you protect shall be glad and ring out their joy. You shelter them, in you they rejoice, those who love your name. It is you who bless the just man, Lord. You surround him with favor, as with a shield. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, all justice and all goodness comes from you. You hate evil and abhor lies. Lead us, your servants, in the path of your justice, so that all who hope in you may rejoice with the Church and in Christ. I lift up my heart to you, O Lord, and you will hear my morning prayer. We praise your glorious name, O Lord, our God. We praise your glorious name, O Lord, our God. Blessed may you be, O Lord, God of Israel, our Father, from eternity to eternity. Yours, O Lord, are grandeur and power, majesty, splendor, and glory. For all in heaven and on earth is yours. Yours, O Lord, is the sovereignty. You are exalted as head over all. Riches and honor are from you, and you have dominion over all. In your hands are power and might. It is yours to give grandeur and strength to all. Therefore, our God, we give you thanks, and we praise the majesty of your name. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. We praise your glorious name, O Lord, our God. Adore the Lord in his holy court. Adore, Adore the, the Lord in his holy court. O give the Lord, you sons of God, 
Give the Lord glory and power. Give the Lord the glory of His name. Adore the Lord in His holy court. The Lord's voice resounding on the waters. The Lord on the immensity of waters. The voice of the Lord full of power. The voice of the Lord full of splendor. The Lord's voice shattering the cedars. The Lord shatters the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon leap like a calf and Syrian like a young wild ox. The Lord's voice flashes flames of fire. The Lord's voice shaking the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The Lord's voice rending the oak tree and stripping the forest bare. The God of glory thunders. In his temple they all cry, Glory! The Lord sat enthroned over the flood. The Lord sits as king forever. The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it, as was, it was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. You live forever, Lord and King. All things of the earth justly sing your glory and honor. Strengthen your people against evil, that we may rejoice in your peace and trust in your eternal promise. Adore, Adore the, the Lord in his, his holy court. A reading from the second letter to the Thessalonians. Anyone who would not work should not eat. We hear that some of you are unruly, not keeping busy but acting like busybodies. We enjoin all such and we urge them strongly in the Lord Jesus Christ to earn the food they eat by working quietly. You must never grow weary of doing what is right, brothers. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Blessed be the Lord our God, blessed from age to age. Blessed be the Lord our God, blessed from age to age. His marvelous works are beyond compare. Blessed from age to age. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Blessed be the Lord our God, blessed from age to age. Blessed be the Lord our God. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way 
to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the Lord our God. We esteem Christ above all men, for he was filled with grace and the Holy Spirit. In faith, let us implore him, Give us your spirit, Lord. Give Give us us your your spirit, spirit, Lord. Lord. Grant us a peaceful day. When evening comes, we will praise you with joy and purity of heart. Give Give us us your your spirit, spirit, Lord. Lord. Let your splendor rest upon us today. Direct the work of our hands. Give Give us us your your spirit, spirit, Lord. Lord. May your face shine upon us and keep us in peace. May your strong arm protect us. Give Give us us your your spirit, spirit, Lord. Lord. Look kindly on all who put their trust in our prayers. Fill them with every bodily and spiritual grace. Give Give us us your your spirit, spirit, Lord. Let us conclude our prayers with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Father, may everything we do begin with your inspiration and continue with your saving help. Let our work always find its origin in you, and through you reach completion. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Okay, the work week has begun. Let's get it right this time. Morning air is up next. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's get together again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.